Thanks for listening to this Anchor Podcast produced by Cave Media for Great Commission Ministries. Please subscribe to this program available on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Kingdom Hero Blogcast in your podcast provider and hit the follow button. To read transcripts of these shows, just go to our website, KingdomHeroBlog.com. That's KingdomHeroBlog.com. And you can also submit questions or comments by using the contact form at KingdomHeroBlog.com slash contact. Again, thanks so much for listening, and please share this podcast with others. A couple of episodes back, we talked about the purging of conservative voices by big tech. But there has been a voluntary exodus from several of the big social media platforms as well. Many people who are fed up with the censorship are opting to leave Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube in favor of less restrictive platforms like MeWe, Parlay, and Rumble. Of course, Parlay users were stripped of their voices when Apple and Google dumped the app from their smartphones and Amazon kicked the popular platform off of their web servers. Parlay may be back at some point after being forced to build their own servers from the ground up, but the cancel card has been played, and so a lot of the disenfranchised are trying to unplug themselves from those who have been stifling their free speech. While I understand the frustration and and the utter disgust some folks are experiencing, and I've even considered disconnecting myself from media giants like Facebook and Twitter, but I believe there is more to consider here. There are several simultaneous attempts going on right now to separate us socially. These efforts are being waged on multiple fronts. We talked in the last episode about healing the divisions between us. But how can we do that if we give in to the pressure to just up and leave all the outlets that want us as conservatives gone anyway? Aren't we playing into their hands and allowing them to divide us further by leaving their platforms on our own? Then there's the matter of how big tech companies gather tons of personal data about us and and sell it to advertisers for marketing purposes. They can get away with this because simply by having an account with them, we have already given up our right to keep that accessible data private. Where we shop, where we eat, what our favorite music is, our marital status, the number of family members we have, our photos, where we live. All this stuff and a lot more is trackable online. And companies like Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Twitter have access and share every last detail. Now, that kind of makes you want to go off the grid, doesn't it? Stick around. I'm Stace Massingale, and this is the Kingdom Hero Blogcast. The travesty of abortion has been accepted in our society for many decades, and it surely breaks the heart of God as it should break all of our hearts. Within the scope of the law, feelings do not matter at all. You cannot legislate based on emotion. There are those who are attempting to turn people's reliance away from God and back onto government. We need to view the actions of our government and its leaders through a very specific lens. Does what they do benefit we the people, or does it benefit them? We have to guard our hearts and stay rooted in the Word of God in order to recognize all the clever tricks of the enemy.
Long before all of this heavy censorship started happening, I thought many times about deleting my Facebook account. My reasoning back then was all about just wanting to unplug. I began to realize how much of my time was being spent on social media, and it was disturbing. I started trying to think of ways to wean myself off of it, or at least cut it back some, but it quickly became obvious that this had developed into a full-blown addiction. And worse than that, Facebook had become like a monster that had its tentacles in almost every major aspect of my life. I was constantly checking Facebook, checking, checking. Suddenly, deleting my Facebook account showed itself to be a virtual impossibility. There are probably 20 things I do in service to my church that are dependent upon my access through Facebook. We have messenger groups through Facebook that I use for communication with, well, for example, my audiovisual crew. Uh, We have a a Facebook church page and a group page there for communicating with regular attendees. Uh, The church website is interlinked through Facebook. It's also interconnected that if I were to delete my account, I'd lose administrative access to all that church stuff I'm involved in. Not to mention the church also has a Twitter account. Well, so for me, simply leaving Facebook is not currently an option. And as I said, voluntarily removing my own conservative voice from the platform would be playing into their hands. Shouldn't I rather remain there and continue to offer an alternative view, a conservative and Christian view for as long as I can? If I'm going to be a witness for Christ, I need to be where the mission field is. And, you know, when they try to censor me for speaking the truth, should I just give up and leave? No, I don't think so. Why should I make it easy for them to silence me? In Matthew chapter 5, this is Jesus speaking. Um, This is the popular passage uh, containing the Beatitudes, it's called. He says, In verses 10 through 12, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. In other words, We should not shrink back from demonstrating righteousness to the world. Many will surely revile us for it, give us a hard time, even make fun of us. But when that happens, we are to count it as a good thing to be hated for Christ's sake. Further down in verse 13, it says, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. Now let's apply this to the concept of being salt through our social media accounts. There, we can do more good than we realize just by living out a godly example in front of others. If we simply remove ourselves from the picture, who will be salt for those who need it? Further down in this chapter, verses 14, 15, and 16, it says... You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and 
put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. We should be like that city on a hill that can be seen far and wide. If we remove ourselves and our light from those who need it, who then will be the light that helps them to see the truth? And when you look at it this way, you start to see that a lot more good can come from remaining in an area or a social network than from abandoning it. That's kind of like conceding defeat at granting territory to the enemy. Now, if they steal that ground from you and kick you off or censor you, that's on them. But willingly give it up to them? I just can't see how that's a viable option. I will say this, though. I have opened up alternative accounts with some other platforms, namely MeWe and Parlay. But that serves two purposes. Those are my backup plans for if and when I get tossed from Facebook and Twitter. And two... Uh, by having accounts on other platforms, I'm actually widening my horizons and deepening my mission field. Now, I'll admit that I was once all for dumping the big social media giants in favor of the other guys who don't censor my content. But now, no. Leaving a mission field to be taken over by the enemy? Nuh-uh. Not me. I'm just not ready to sound the retreat. Let me take a moment to tell you about Great Commission Ministries. Beginning in 2011, this ministry was a calling I had to spread the good news of Christ. Not only that, it was designed to give hope and encouragement to those who need it most. Over the years, GCM has utilized a video web series called The GC, then moved into publishing blogs, and now these podcasts. The goal is still the same, to spread the gospel and provide encouragement, while also shining a biblical light on current events. Would you consider supporting this ministry? You can easily and securely do so through PayPal by going to KingdomHeroBlog.com support. That's KingdomHeroBlog.com support. Any gift is appreciated and will help GCM to continue being a beacon of truth, salt, and light. Go right now to KingdomHeroBlog.com support. That's KingdomHeroBlog.com support. Thank you, and God bless you. Okay, what about all the data mining done by these big companies? They get access to pictures and all kinds of personal information through social media and web tracking. How can I hope to maintain any kind of privacy? Now, that is a good question. And there are answers if you're willing to pay a little something for the service. But before I get into that, I know there are a lot of you saying, what, something else that cost me money? Hey, I feel you. You may not want to shell out your hard-earned income. Neither do I. But now that depends on how important it is to you to, you know, hang on to some semblance of privacy. I'll build the case for this in a bit. But right now, I want to give you a, a few tips that won't cost you anything except maybe some time. Limiting your exposure to the Internet is what's key. But 
that seems to be more and more difficult to do nowadays. We do pretty much everything online. Banking, shopping, communicating, paying bills, you name it. So let's start with your smartphone. If you're like me, every photo you take with your smartphone gets automatically uploaded to a web server so that you don't lose it. Google Photos is one of the more common apps that does this for you. However, once Google has access to your photos, it's potentially accessible to anyone and everyone online. Want to put a stop to that? Go into your phone settings and disconnect or discontinue Google's access to your photo gallery. Now let's talk about social media's access to your photos and information. When you sign up for, say, a Facebook account, the sign-up process that you are prompted through will guide you in such a way that if you're not paying very close attention, which most people don't, you'll be giving Facebook access to everything you do there. The default settings give them permission to gather your pictures and other data for whatever purposes they see fit. And if you already you know, if you've already been with them for a while, they, they don't seem too forthcoming or user friendly when it comes to figuring out ways to, you know, changing those privacy settings. Um, but given a little time, you can go into those settings, making sure you investigate every nook and cranny. They'll make you jump through hoops sometimes uh, and change what information is visible to who. You can do that. It's possible. Still, it's a tedious process to make any real changes, and it might be easier to just delete the account and start over from scratch. Obviously, this, this is not ideal. There are ways to limit what stuff can be seen, and you can do it for free, but it can take a lot of time. There are plenty of us who just don't have the patience for all that. This is what uh, sometimes makes me want to just you know delete every social media account I have and avoid all of it. But, oh yeah, I can't delete my accounts and still do what I do for the church. Besides, getting rid of all your social media accounts wouldn't, well, it would only be part of protecting your data. You'd also have to get rid of all your search history, shopping history, browsing history, all the tracking cookies on your computers and smartphones. And on and on it goes. Today, it is simply pretty, well, it's, it's pretty much impossible to, complete, to completely unplug. And that's where certain pay services come in. Now, what do you know about VPNs? If you're like most people, absolutely nothing, right? Well, VPN stands for Virtual Private Network. And this is something that can mask, hide, encrypt, everything you do while connected to the internet. Uh, there are many uh, different companies who, who offer this service for a relatively small monthly or six month or yearly fee. You can have a VPN protect all your online devices, your smartphones, tablets, computers. Now, before I start sounding too much like a commercial here, Hey, I'm just saying that you might find it worth your while to look into it. I won't bore you with a bunch of details about how a VPN works, but aside from keeping your data safe and private, there are other benefits to using one as well. But I'll let you do the research on that. The point is, for most of us, our data is its already out there. It's kind of hard to put the genie back in the bottle, so to speak. But if you really want to get serious about protecting your privacy, 
anything that's truly effective and worthwhile, it's going to cost you something, period. And now for ExpressVPN, here's Charlie Kirk. Look, let's talk about censorship on social media sites and what you can do about it. The left wants to silence and remove any voices they don't agree with. It's true. Twitter and Facebook were supposed to be open platforms, but I don't need their content moderators acting like the op-ed section of the New York Times. So instead of letting social media sites revoke your right to free speech, how about revoking their right to your data? Now you could just deactivate all your social media accounts, but that would be giving the left exactly what they wanted in the first place. Instead, I use ExpressVPN. Ever wonder how free-to-access sites like Facebook make all their money? Well, by tracking your searches, video history, and everything you click on, and then selling on your valuable data. When you use ExpressVPN, you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address. That makes your activity more difficult to trace and to sell to advertisers. And ExpressVPN couldn't be easier to set up. You just tap one button on your phone or computer and you're protected. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your data to protect you from hackers and internet bad guys. It's finally time to say no to censorship and take back your online privacy at expressvpn.com slash charlie. By visiting my special link, you get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service for free. Again, that's expressvpn.com slash charlie, expressvpn.com slash charlie to protect your data today. So stay or go. Well, given all we've discussed today, you may be thinking that you'd have been better off if you had never opened a social media account or an Amazon account or if you'd never bought a smartphone or a computer. But now all these technological gadgets and modern marvels and tap-to-buy services are just so convenient, right? Uh, and once you have it, you you very rapidly become so dependent upon it that you, you can't imagine not having it. A long time ago, it was automobiles and indoor plumbing. <laughs> it, it was, then it was electricity and radio and then television and stereo sound. Then color TV and high definition TV and ooh, surround sound. Then came home computers. Not so long ago, it was pagers, then mobile phones. Eventually, it was smartphones, which is essentially a powerful computer that fits in your pocket. With each new thing, there quickly came the feeling of, how on earth did I ever do without this? And so, separating ourselves from it doesn't seem possible. There are some things that we could do without. And if we had no choice, we'd find a way to survive without these modern gizmos we've become so attached to. And all it takes is one strong EMP blast, right? An electromagnetic pulse would uh, knock out everything electrical, well, temporarily at least. And can you imagine how most of us would respond to something like that? I mean, it would feel like we were back in the Stone Ages, right? Especially the youngest generation who's had smartphones and, and, and computers for around for literally their entire lives. I could just hear it. Uh, Dad, the Wi-Fi is down. No, it's not just the Wi-Fi. It's everything electrical. Well, can we watch TV? Um, no, that requires electricity. Uh, can I drive over to Janie's house? Nope, the car won't run either. Talk about mayhem. But as long as we have these conveniences, we'll keep using them. It's part of our reality now. This is the way it is. And privacy is becoming less and less of an actual thing. 
If you feel compelled to erase your online existence, good luck to you. That won't be easy, if even possible. If you want to delete your Facebook or Twitter accounts, that's your prerogative. But it's not the most practical way to get back any privacy you've lost. And if your motivation for joining the mass exodus from social media giants is political or out of frustration with all the censorship, again, it's your prerogative. But in the midst of all the cancel culture, why would you cancel yourself? If our voices are to be heard, leaving Facebook or Twitter isn't the answer. If you were a missionary to, say, South America, and you met with some opposition there, would you just up and leave? Would you give up and abandon the mission field just because of that? Or would you pray harder and seek for God's wisdom and the courage to endure? Don't give up the fight, my friends. Remain steadfast in the faith no matter what the opposition says or does. I want to leave you with this familiar passage from Ephesians 6, verse 13, where it says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Folks, don't give in and don't give up. Put on God's armor, pray, and ask Him to help you stand up for what's right, to be salt and light to the world, just as He has commanded us. And when you've done everything else you can do, hold firmly to your faith and to God's promises. Refuse to be moved or shaken by all that's going on around you. And simply stand. Thanks again for listening to this episode. I hope you will consider supporting this program. Just go to KingdomHeroBlog.com slash support, KingdomHeroBlog.com slash support, and use PayPal to securely and conveniently contribute. Your gift is appreciated and will help to ensure the continuation of this ministry. Again, that's KingdomHeroBlog.com slash support, KingdomHeroBlog.com slash support. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, always try to live peaceably with man, but give the devil hell.